Sportsnet.com. Hey folks, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes sitting alongside my good buddy Doug McCary. Coming to you on this Monday afternoon, November 6th. We are glad you have tuned in today. And boy, do you have a treat this week. Um, Doug, I am so uh, excited, so stoked about what uh, our listeners are going to get to hear this week because I think it's a much-needed word. Oh, absolutely. With everything going on over in the Middle East, I mean, it was just really helpful for me uh, to work through it and uh, i'm looking forward to sharing today uh and this week uh, and i'm glad you're here for at least for a couple of days a couple of days i'll be here today and tomorrow glad to be here then you're headed out to purple country right (laughs) yeah well i I originally i think i had told you my so vic and i I graduated from college in night in december of 1985 okay um so that That'll age me quickly. Age you just a little bit. If you can do your math real quick. But all that to say, in the you know almost 40 years since I graduated from college, I have only been to two football games back at TCU. Wow. And what's great is I have I, there's a few TCU guys who listen to us on SWAT radio. Really? Yes, there are. And uh, I, I routinely get good messages and sweet messages from these guys. But see, here's the thing, Brad. You should have went last year. Well, <laughs> they, they, they would have been a much more positive experience last yes, year, right? Uh, you are absolutely right. But as you know, uh, we are officially empty nesters. Yes. Uh, in fact, I was speaking to a group of guys last week about the importance of the sacrifices you will make uh-huh. when you raise a family, especially when you have five or like you, eight, uh, you and Lori, uh, you know, you have a big family, you give up a lot of things, right? Yeah. Yes. You know, one of the things I gave up was going back to my alma mater mm. to watch football games or anything else for that matter. We, you know, obviously you know, TCU's undergraduates, about 8,000 students. I don't know, it may not even be that much. How many, how many, uh, you know, schools have that kind of that's size a, yeah, and make huge. it to the national championship in football, mm. baseball, and basketball in one year? So I, you're right, Doug. I should have gone back last year, but yeah. I'm going back this year. Well, fact, that's all right. I originally was going to be going back for the Baylor TCU game. And uh-huh. by the way, I know we've got some Baylor guys who tune in. Good old Baptist College, uh, <laughs> but uh, I thought, you know what? I, one of my my good friend Matt, who's invited us to come out, he's got a box there in the Eamon Carter Stadium. He said, "Is there any way you can make the Texas TCU game? Uh, because nobody will be here for the Baylor game, but everybody will be here for the Texas game." So we're going back uh, this weekend to go see our TCU Horn Frogs play the University of Texas Longhorns. Should be a should be a fun weekend. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey may be there on the other side. Uh, there, there's a good, highly high likelihood of that, but yeah. uh, it's always good. I, uh, seeing as though this will be the last Texas TCU game for a while, uh, mm. since Texas is joining the SEC along with Oklahoma. Yeah, is that not crazy? Oh, I mean, I, really, when you stop and think about it. Well, how many it. how many teams can get into that that uh, conference? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, I just wonder how much they're going to continue to expand it to westward teams. Like, let's face right. it, Oklahoma, Texas, 
They're not in the southeast. They're not in the southeast, <laughs> exactly. No, you're absolutely right. So but, uh, I, I, I just am really, I'm really surprised that the SEC people um, are doing that. But yeah, yeah, you know. Well, well, anyway. uh, you know, I don't know if you've been po- uh, following what's going on. Uh, you know, this the Israel thing's kind of going and coming a little bit. Um, they're interviewing a lot of people coming out of uh, Palestine into, uh, or Gaza, actually, into um, Egypt. Some of the Americans that got out there. And it, it is a, a terrible thing that's happening. But I just want to ask a question. And I, I don't know if you've really thought about this much, but how is it that all of a sudden after Israel decided to go in, like this is a, a few days after the, the you know, October 7th massacre, mm-hmm. when Israel said they're going to do something, all of a sudden there's protest with pre look like pre-printed materials it does not mm-hmm. look like though those were hastily thrown up signs it's right. like <clears throat> this was planned right yeah, that's right to see all and now i don't know if you saw this weekend it was disgusting what we saw in washington dc yeah tens uh, of thousands uh, of people yeah, marching. i mean yeah. uh and it it's awful war is never good mm-hmm. war is never a good thing uh, it is never something that uh, anybody wants to have happen. Uh, but if you look at our own history, there were decisions made that now, you know, it's easy for people today to look back who sit in the comfort of freedom that was bought with a very, very high price to sit back on the past and judge people who gain that freedom. Yep with some of the decisions that were made and and uh, to spew the kind of hatred that has been spewed toward Israel yeah uh that if the people that have spewed this stuff toward the Jewish people and it it is really sad now listen i i understand it's painful we should we should hurt for innocent palestinians caught up in this mess just as much as we should hurt for any Jewish people who right. were victimized in right. this. But unfortunately, the the real enemy here is Satan who uses Hamas and Hezbollah because those people don't care about the Palestinians. Right. No. They have Mm-mm. no care for those people. All they care about is a caliphate. They care about spreading worldwide domination over that little piece of land in the Middle East, about the size of New Jersey, and um, it's it's really sad that our our country is allowing I, all these protests. You know, my first response, the visceral response, is let's go through and see who these people are. Are they are 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 any of them here illegally? Are they here on a student visa? Mm-hmm. If they're on a student visa, it ought to be revoked. Absolutely, it ought to be revoked send them back absolutely because these people are advocating and creating chaos did you see what they did at the white house and only one person was arrested as of like yesterday yeah and and they talk about january 6th what they were doing that was a mob that was a true mob i mean if you look back at what happened january 6th yeah there were people going in and and 
what I believe was some instigators that were in yeah. the mix doing stuff. Right. But a lot of people were going in there. They're like, hey, the, the uh, you know, the Secret Service is just letting us go in. All the Capitol Police, they were just letting them go in. Right. There was not right. pushing back against the crowd or anything. And they weren't painting and graffitiing no, or whatever, spray no. painting, all this stuff. No. You know, it's like, did we not learn anything from BLM riots no. and all that is going on? Uh, it's just, I don't know. I know I talk a, a bit about, uh, I listen to Ben Shapiro quite a bit. Uh, I appreciate his view. Obviously, he's a he is a faithful Jew and uh, just got back from doing, he was over in, at, uh, in Cambridge, over in England this past week oh, and did I a- bet, I bet England is uh, and, up there. Yeah, he did a, he did a debate uh, at Cambridge University, you know, again, extremely woke- and uh, I'm just starting to listen to it, so I'm not deep into it. But uh, you know, I, I appreciate his perspective because he, you know, he understands what's going on over there. Yeah. Well, Lori and I watched a um, a documentary the other night. I'm trying to figure out what it was because it was I I would highly recommend that you watch it because it was about a Christian a pastor out of uh, California and um, that pastor uh, he uh, he decided to go to Israel to go uh, and talk to Palestinians and to Jews about this incredibly complicated um, this incredibly complicated uh, situation over there because it is it is it is no very doubt. complicated well and, and <laughs> And I guess that you know, I, I say that the more I've been hearing and reading on this on what's going on, yeah, like what we what we saw in D.C. this weekend, what they're seeing over in London, these these marches, uh-huh. if you will, it seems to be if you look at the majority of the people that are there, mm-hmm. uh, they're either you know pro Hamas, pro Palestinian. Or they're under the age of 35. Mm. In fact, uh, our buddy Tommy Nelson mentioned that. Uh, went back and actually listened to that message you were talking about when he was talking about Israel. Mm. Uh, and it's it's this, uh, the colonized versus the colonizers. Yes. It's this whole big movement about, uh, you know, if you're, if you're a colonizer, <laughs> you're bad. If you're the colonized, you have every reason to, you know, revolt. And uh, man, that is that is some strange, well, perspective. There, here's the thing: if if you if you're a, a believer in Jesus Christ and you believe His word, we know that that plot of land was promised to His people, mm-hmm. His people Israel. It was given as a place to where his name would dwell. In fact, I was reading this morning in Second Kings when the Assyrians came in and they were taunting uh, Hezekiah. They were taunting him. Uh, by the way, did you go through the tunnel with us over there? Hezekiah's yes. tunnel? Uh, yeah. 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 I, I couldn't remember yeah. if you were on that yeah. trip or not. But anyway, so I, I mean, every time I read about King Hezekiah and the Assyrians, I think about mm. that tunnel. Mm. I think yeah. about god's providence for them getting water but what's more important is god said you know what i'm going to protect this city because of 
my name mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. of my servant David. Yeah. I mean, he he was committed to that and is committed to that. And it goes back way, way back. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're I talking you, thousands of years. Yeah, and I think you, you're going to do a great job this week even talking about the covenant that was made with Abraham. Yeah. And uh, you, know, you want to go back? Go back to Genesis like we're going to do this week. And uh, it's pretty, pretty simple, pretty clear. And uh, I hope our listeners are excited. I mean, again, little uh, detour from our study of Mark's gospel to looking at Israel and 12 reminders that you're going to give us uh, this week about Israel. Yeah, we're, 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 you know, we're going to step off just for a week to, to look at this. And uh, I will uh, have the name of that video when we come back. And I highly recommend Lori and I watched it and uh, it really is a, uh, it's a good video. It, you're not going to watch it and see an answer to the issue, but what it does is it highlights the different perspectives. He talks to Palestinian Christians who are living over on the West Bank, and he talks to Israelis. You see a pretty interesting comparison between these two perspectives. And so I, I highly encourage you to, uh, to look at it. I'll have it when we come back from the break. Yeah. Glad you tuned in today at SWAT Radio. If you want to call in this afternoon, jot the number down, 844-777-7928, 844-777-SWAT. If you have any questions or comments, you can also email us at ask at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. The Florida Georgia Truth Network. Palatka listens at 
Come on now. That sounds pretty good. Oh, it? <laughs> that is one of Abby's favorite songs. I, be, I can just she, see Abby moving in the car. She's listening to this. Yeah, she loves that song. And yeah, she'll get going, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, I love it. Anyway, well, hey, was your dad's birthday the other day? Yesterday. How yes. old is he? 89. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, 88. 88. 88. Yes, 88. Yeah. He still ain't caught my dad. My dad's 90. I know. You're, did he turn 90 this year? Yes, Your sir. Dad. He did. 99-0. Yep. But yep. I saw that. Happy birthday, Broody. Broody. Dad, thank you. Love you. And, uh, you know, it's uh, you think of the people who have shaped your life, Doug. I know your dad's the same way. You know, in word and deed, my dad was a model to follow. Mm. And I am truly, truly thankful for him and to him mm. and uh just thankful that god made him my dad yeah so uh anyway hey by the way uh thank you for letting uh, jeff and i take over on friday i had jeff dalrymple in as he and i basically discussed uh well a lot of things but um uh mainly talking about our uh the northeast florida christian chamber luncheon tomorrow uh, where we are honoring our first responders. Mm. And uh, if, if you're interested, I think there may be a few more tickets available. Uh, I think we're capping out at about 200. Yep. And hey, uh, we I, were pretty I, close listen, to that number. But. Come and support yes. the first responders. It, it is it is really about supporting them. We want people to be there. Yep. Uh, and I believe in it so much that you know we help sponsor uh, part of it. And, so thankful. And we... we I appreciate you and Jeff kind of putting this thing together. And some of the sponsors I saw, uh, old, old is old, well, old, old glory, old glory bank. bank. Yes. yes. And Bennett uh, Brown. Or? Yeah. Thankful to Bennett and those guys and thankful to Joby for being willing yes. to, to come out and share. It, it is a, um, it is just to honor them. That's so, it. And, and if you're a first responder, go to N E F L Christian chamber.com and go to the events page you'll see there go ahead and register use the code hero when you check out it'll be free for you everybody else go ahead and buy a ticket you know you think about we we scripture reminds us that we're to run to god he mm -hmm. is our shield mm -hmm. but god has given us sentinels who guard and protect us mm -hmm. as citizens and uh you know, it's not very often, Doug, we have the opportunity to say thanks. Uh, it's not very often we have the opportunity to pray for them in person. So here's an opportunity tomorrow at the Church of 1122 San Pablo. Lunch starts at noon, and uh, please come. Come come join us. Yeah, I hope you will. If you do, you'll see Brad and I there. <laughs> you and I will be there. Uh, our uh, Eric Dillenbeck, who heads up uh, Ron DeSantis's uh faith and family policy uh will be there so uh yeah joby will be sharing a word it'll be it'll be a good time that's good well hey um my bride let me know that that video is called hope in the holy land hope in the holy land so uh if you go to youtube i believe or you can we i think you can find it on amazon Let's prime see. But hope in the holy. It's like a documentary. It is. Yeah. It okay. is really, really good, and I would highly encourage you to see it. Yeah, delving beneath the surface. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, just letting it open here. De delving beneath the surface of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. 
there's one film you're going to watch to understand the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Hope in the Holy Land is it. Go yes. check it out. Yes. So um, I hope um, I hope you'll um, give that a look. It, it's really insightful. Uh, and so uh, just wanted to mention that Hope in the Holy Land. I think Amazon Prime or YouTube. However, if you can find it on YouTube, I, I can't remember how Lori did it, but. Well, yeah, I just pulled it up. It's available, uh, yeah, through YouTube. You can watch it there. Okay. Uh, you can watch the film actually from their from their website. Uh, okay. Hopeintheholyland.com. I'm going to yeah. check that out for sure. Hey, uh, well, listen, what does the Bible say about Israel? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's in there quite a few times. Yes, uh, just a few uh, times. But one of the things we forget often is that the Bible is a story. It's not just a, a religious book to tell us how to live. In fact, it's more, much more than that. But growing up, didn't you kind of think that's what it was? Yeah, you know, to be honest, Doug, you know, growing up, uh, the Bible wasn't an important part of my life as a kid. It did once I surrendered to Christ, but yeah. But I mean, it, you kind of thought, when people thought about the Bible, they thought about... Oh, rules His, regulations history, you know yeah i mean but it wasn't really a story about god and man thinking mm -hmm. about how god deals with mankind and really it's the story of how god deals with israel his, his people. people israel is a nation that has produced the greatest blessings of any other nation on the planet starting with you know adam Throughout time, when you think about Israel, they've produced blessings that have surpassed any other nation. And when we just stop and think for a second, you think about, well, what about America? You know, uh, air travel, mm -hmm. perfected air travel, the Wright brothers. Uh, what about um, uh, Steve Jobs, the iPhone? Mm -hmm. Those things are material things both those things and they have made life more convenient but here's the other thing when you take away nations let's say let's say you remove nations from history you just they were wiped out for whatever reason without making any contributions if you removed them you're going to lose some with almost any nation because even third world nations a lot of times the first world nations will research and development to help them with things and they'll mm -hmm. come up with things. So, but if you remove Israel, you take away the mortar that holds the bricks of civilization together. Uh, and all other nations, whether it was Greece or Rome, Persia, Babylon, doesn't matter. They use politics and philosophy and even their, their idol worship religion uh, to try to figure out what God gave to Israel via divine communication. Mm -hmm. He communicated directly with this people, told them the way that they should live in order to not just uh, please him, but to be able to get along and to be able to experience blessing. Advance, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, the Bible God calls Israel in the Bible his divine people, his chosen people, his peculiar people, a people who's his special treasure. 
right? A people for his, his own. His royal priesthood. Yeah, his own possession. The land. You remember when you were over there, Brad? I've been over there 10 times, I think, nine or 10 times. And every time I'm over there, I'll sit in a hotel room when we're in Jerusalem and I just look and I think of all the pieces of matter in the universe. God said, this is where I want my name to dwell. And there's, they call it the Holy Land for a reason. Mm. And so, but when you think about our country, America, Somewhere along the line, people thought America replaced Israel. And the way we view it, I'm not saying they would say that, but I'm talking right, about right. we kind of insert ourselves into Israel for God's blessing. But yet in America, there's only 2%, a little over 2% actually, of our country is Jews out of the 400 plus million people. Hmm. And out of that uh, 2 million plus people, uh, they are responsible for being the victims, or I, sh- I shouldn't say they're responsible, but they are the victims of over 51% of hate crimes in this country, even though they only make up 2% of the population. Wow. Over 51% of hate crimes against Jewish people. That's one out of every four Jews. Yes. Is going to experience yeah, hate crime. They're going to experience a hate crime in our in our country so what does that reveal about us as a country we're ignorant of the we're ignorant of what god says about it and do should we care about what god says you bet what happens when we disregard what the god of the universe the one true living god the creator god says about his people and about his land this land the size of new jersey like i said earlier well we should care very deeply because people that have gone against Israel in the past and tried to destroy them didn't work out too well right. for them. So this week, uh, starting today, we're going to look at 12 reminders about Israel, 12 reminders about them. We're going to look at the fact that uh, Israel gave us, first of all, the Messiah, Savior of the world. Is the world in need of a Savior? Amen. Is the world in need of a Messiah? You bet. And and we're going to look at that. Uh, we're also going to look at the fact that Israel not only gave us a Messiah Savior, but they uh, help can help deal with the whole issue of the confusion that took place with the Tower of Babel. You know, when when Babel happened, it was not a good thing. A lot of people read that story, and it is confusing to them because it says, well, they can do anything. It doesn't mean what we think it means in English. You know, I was reading something the other day, by the way, that's, you know, on social media, people comment a lot about stuff. And one of the comments uh, that I think Phil Johnson quoted on or something on on, uh, X is, you know, somebody said it doesn't take an understanding of the Greek to understand what love means. Well, that's not entirely true because the Bible was written in Greek. In American, or in English, I mean, not American, in English, we say love. It can mean a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Like if I say I love you and to you and I say I love you to my wife, it means something completely different to my wife yeah. than it does to you. And with you, I'm speaking of the phileo love that it talks about, which is a brotherly love. With my wife, I'm thinking of the eros love or the agape love. Yeah. 
right? I mean, like, so this person just made this comment. Well, we get confused because the languages are confused. And so we need to understand the languages. We need to understand what God is trying to say. So we're going to start. We, we go through about uh, 10 other things. So we're going to start today with Israel giving us the Messiah, Savior of the world. That's what one of their contributions that we should be grateful yes. to them for. Yes, amen. Hey, this is exciting stuff to follow. Glad you tuned in today. If you want to call this afternoon, you have a question maybe about the Israel-Palestinian conflict, whatever that might be. But although this week we're going to dig more into God's, you know, God's uh, land, holy land and what we're what it's all about. And uh, if you want to call 844-777-7928, 844-777-SWAT. You can also email us your questions at ask at SWAT Radio. Com. Stay tuned. We'll be right. The Truth Radio, when we're sending Bibles to the world. Here's Michael with the Bible League. Roger, what if you had to live without a Bible? You know, that's the way it is for literally millions of Bibleist believers all over the world. But I can tell you the reaction that comes when they finally receive their Bible. It's priceless. She literally knelt down and she cried. At the age of 60, she never had a Bible. It is so much fulfilling just to see people rejoicing when they receive their Bibles. That man is passionate. Pastor Joseph, he's in South Africa. What's he say when he gave a Bible to that woman? She didn't merely say thank you. She wept for joy. And Roger, that's what your listeners are doing with every gift today. They're putting tears of joy on the faces of Bibleist believers all over the world. And we want to do that for 1,200 Bibleist believers today. $5 cents a Bible, 100 cents 20. Call 800-YES-WORD, 800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D, or click the Bible League banner at ilovethetruth.com. There's major delays north of downtown because of emergency vehicles on I-95 southbound at Gulf Air Boulevard blocking two left lanes. Also, there's another accident on I-95 northbound at the MLK 20th Street Expressway, blocking the left lane. Partly cloudy tonight, low 56. Tuesday, after some patchy dense fog, becoming sunny, high 82. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. Joy to the world. brother that Joy gets me to the so, world, man. so excited uh you know we are a little early on the christmas deal oh but um, listen brad yesterday yes. somebody in my neighborhood has already put up christmas lights i'm not kidding you hey it's, it's november 5th and the lights <laughs> were up last night i started to take a picture and bring it in and show to you they have <laughs> christmas lights already so they're already up. on they're okay. already on at night which is kind of cool you see them but i'm going Wait a minute it's november 5th <laughs> exactly that's crazy we're gonna well we celebrate christmas all the time but yeah 
two months is a long time. I guess they wanted something to celebrate. Well, already, Vicky you know? is. Uh, she asked me this morning. Uh, so we, I think I've shared this with you, but we have our kids uh, every other Christmas, mm-hmm. and we have our kids every other Thanksgiving. So if we have them Thanksgiving, we don't have them Christmas. If we have them Christmas, we don't have them for Thanksgiving, and so. Vicky decided when we get back from our trip this weekend, she wants to put up the Christmas decorations pre-Thanksgiving. So, you That's, know. Yeah, that way you get use out of them, right? Well, right. And since all the kids will be in town, you know, for Thanksgiving, she thought, we'll have everything up and we're going to be alone for Christmas. She goes, knowing we're going to be alone for Christmas, I probably won't want to put the decorations up after Thanksgiving when the kids are gone. I said, let's do it. You there know? you go. So, so you I, I, you got your work cut out for you. Yeah, I, I, let me rephrase that. Get after it, Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> she knows, I don't do Christmas decorations very well. well. I don't know about you. You you know, my job is to get them out of the attic. I just kind of yes, get them out. That's uh, that's me too. That's my contribution. I love watching her do it. I love being Lori, the DJ. Well, Lori does music a good on. job of putting that stuff out. I I do the lights outside do you? when good. I when yeah. I do them. Yeah, but that's me. It's when I do wrap them. the trees and all that stuff. Yeah, that's probably more than. By I the do. way, if you're doing that, be careful out there. That's when a <laughs> lot of people get injured trying to put up lights and they're trying to do things on ladders they shouldn't do. So yes, amen to be that. Be careful. Hey, amen well, let's that. get back to Israel because. This is a, a really, I, I, during this time, everything going on right now, and we as believers should pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We should pray for the peace of Israel. And uh, the 12 reminders this week, I hope, will give you, one, not only reasons to pray for them, but reasons to be grateful for them. Israel gave us, first of all, the Messiah, Savior of the world. You know, the first mention in the Bible is in Genesis uh, of, of the Messiah. The first mention of Messiah is in Genesis 3.15. Genesis was written by Moses from the tribe of Levi. He was, uh, you know, who came from Jacob, grandson of Abraham. And Brad, Genesis 3.15, read it real quick. Uh, pull it up, Genesis 3. This is after the fall, after Adam and Eve sin, and as God is addressing the issue of what happened and the penalty and speaking to the people involved, including not only Adam and Eve, but Satan himself. This is what he says. Genesis three fifteen. I will, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. When it says he shall bruise, he is a singular male pronoun. Yes, singular male, not cisgender, not neutral. It is a singular male pronoun. There will be one man that will escape the sin nature of Adam given through man. Why? Because he'll be born to a virgin. And God says he will bruise your head. He will crush Satan. Satan will wound his heel, but Jesus will die for this alienated human race. He's going to destroy sin. He's going to destroy death. And he is going to bring man back into a right relationship with God. But this is the first mention of euangelion. It's not written in the text, but it is 
it is the euangelion. It is the gospel. Most, in fact, I, I would dare say most of all commentators view this as the first mention of the gospel in the scriptures. And remember what euangelion means. It means a new emperor is born. It means a new emperor is coronated. And it means an emperor will have what? Uh, a child. No, no, no. Or what did you say? I said it. It euangelion yeah. means a new emperor is born, a new emperor is coronated, or an emperor will have what? A, 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 a child, a new a king. Well, a great victory. Gotcha. The military victory. Gotcha. Come on, Bradley. Okay. You you just told me last week you got this. You said, I, man, I finally got it. And I was I was putting you on the test there. I'm sorry. Yeah, a little, little brain cramp there. Well, you're getting ready. You're thinking about TCU. No, you already got this out. But a no, great, I, was, I was looking at this. I'm still, my head is still buried into this Genesis 315. Well, well it, it's a great victory. Yeah. When right. he's telling Satan, he will crush you. He's going to bruise your head. He's going to crush you. King Jesus is going to have a great military victory over Satan. And he's going to save his people through this particular mm -hmm. Jew named Jesus. Now, the name Jesus isn't mentioned here. Right. It's not mentioned until Matthew. But if you track it, you just track it. The seed of woman. Remember, Adam and, and Eve had... Cain and Abel. Cain murdered Abel. God replaced Abel with Seth. Seth had some children that ultimately ended up producing Enoch, who was a righteous man. God took him away, but he had children that ended up producing Noah during a time that the whole world was evil, so much so God destroyed it with water. And Noah was preserved with his family. He had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and God says of Shem in Genesis 9, blessed be the Lord, that word there is Yahweh, blessed be Yahweh, the God of Shem. And the word Shem means name. So basically what he's saying is blessed be Yahweh, the God of the name or the God, hmm. the God of the name. So God puts his name on the Shemites and basically what we know today as the Semites. So the Semites are the Jews. The anti-Semite is against the Shem or against mm -hmm. the name, mm -hmm. against the Jews. So Messiah is going to come through Seth, and, um, and and we know that line produces Shem, who comes uh, from uh, Noah, who ends up giving us Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, who God changes his name to Israel. They have 12 children. One of them is Judah. And in Genesis 49, 6, God says that the, the, the one who will reign, the, the one who the scepter will never depart, is from the tribe of Judah. And we know from those children, they end up producing Jesse. And they, Jesse produces David. David produces Solomon. Solomon has kids who have kids and ends up giving us Joseph. It says the husband of Mary who gave birth to Jesus. It doesn't say the son of Joseph. It says Joseph, the husband of Mary, who gave birth to Jesus. Israel provided a Messiah to redeem man, and his name was Jesus. But, you know, until I did this, Brad, I didn't know 
that the Semites were the Shemites. Yeah, that's very interesting. The people of the name. And that's where that Semite phrase came from, the Shemites. And so the God of the name, the God of Shem, Shem was a man that God placed his hand on. And so what we see is just like we said at the beginning, it's the unfolding of the story of God and his people. And uh, and so uh, I know we got to go to break here in just a second, but I, I just found that that whole thing. It, think about all the particulars that had to be in order for Messiah to come. I mean, from the fact that mm. God preserved the world through Noah, and then through Shem, uh, he he gave that godly line because remember Canaan was cursed, the son Ham. Ham was cursed. He, he had Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and but not Shem. Shem was blessed, and Shem, the God of Noah, was the God of Shem, and the God of Shem is the mm. God of Abraham, and the God of Abraham was the God of Isaac. The God of Isaac was the God of Jacob, who changed. His name, God changed it to Israel. And so uh, Israel is God's chosen people. Isn't that just it's amazing? And I think we, we've been hearing so much about anti-Semitism, yet most don't really. What is that? What does yeah. that really mean? I mean, we know, Where did it, we know it associated, you know, it's associated with Jews, but to understand Semite, Sem, Shem. Yeah, yeah, it's great, great stuff. Good, good. Good trivial stuff, right? Yes. Trivial pursuit. Well, and here's the interesting thing. Shem would have been around to hear his great-granddad, the children of Methuselah, the children hmm. of of maybe even um, of Enoch, yeah. who would have passed on what happened. It's crazy. And Shem is probably the reason that Moses had was able to write Genesis Exodus. It's amazing. Isn't that great? It is. Hey, call us this afternoon. We'll take a quick break. 844-777-7928. Love to take your calls. If you want to email us, send that to ask at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back for the last segment. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. The Florida Georgia Truth Network, heard in Amelia Island at 91.3. It's almost Christmas time, everybody. I can't wait. I left the lights up all year round. I just couldn't bear the thought of taking them down. I've 
Jingle Bell Rock since July. All the neighbors look at me like I'm crazy, but I, I got a feeling that I just can't shake. You see, it's lasted 364 days, and now I'm too excited. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this uh, Monday afternoon, just enjoying a little Christmas music. Is that a little Michael Bublé I hear I th- there? Yeah, it was. It was. I like I'm kind of mixing it up a little bit. Is this you or Jeremy? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. That was a good one. <laughs> I, I like that one. Excellent. Hey, Doug, we've got a call before we jump into well, what we're going to finish up. You yeah, wanna... yeah, well, I want to say one thing, yeah. too, because we, we had another call in the break, and it was my wife, and she reminded <laughs> me of something that was really good, that when Noah was you know once noah survived remember noah got drunk yes and noah sinned and ham exposed the sin he he shamed his father father but what shem did with his brother is they covered his sin and in covering that sin he received a blessing not only from his father, from God, obviously working through the father, but Shem covered the sin. And that's the line Messiah came through. And my wife reminded me of that that's, she's a good student of the word. And she reminded me of that covering, covering. love of it. the sin. Yeah. Love that. So, good. That's good. Thank you, Lori. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, we do have a caller, right? Jemalek. Uh, Jemalek, are you with us? Yes, I am. Hey, welcome to SWAT Radio. Glad you called in. What's on your mind? Oh, thank you, guys. Uh, hi, Doug, and hi, Brad. Uh, I don't think I've gotten a chance to talk to you, Brad, yet. But, uh, yeah, I was just listening to you guys. You guys have awesome wisdom, and uh, I'm actually reading through the book of Genesis. Uh, I think I told that to Doug and David last time they were on. But I'm actually on the part that uh, Jacob wrestled God and uh, – so it's pretty interesting that you guys were talking about that and like how God changed his name to Israel. And uh, uh, in, in verse 28 uh, of Genesis chapter 32, um, when God said, uh, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, um, in there it's it's saying that Israel means he strives with God or God strives. So it kind of reminds me of like today's time, how Israel is still striving, like even with the rest of the people around them. Uh, I don't know. I just I, that came to my mind whenever you guys were talking about that. Well, you know, here's what's interesting is his 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 name means right to wrestle, right? To I mean, that's the, to struggle with God. Um, I mean, like he he he. You know, if you look at verse thirty back in Genesis, it it's struggling with God, and his Jacob's life was a struggle the whole time. Think about it, from the time he goes right to to get Rahab, I mean, not Rahab, but to get um, uh, Rachel, he got, you know, Laban kind of did him wrong, gave him Leah first, then he had to get Rachel. And then even when he had all that and he was blessed with all that, Laban kept trying to trick him, but God kept blessing him anyway. Then he goes back to meet with Esau. And, um, you know, when he went back to meet with Esau, you know, it was, uh, you know, he had all this struggle uh, in going and trying to, t- trying to, instead of trust God, tried to manipulate, going to send, okay, I'm going to send him this gift and send him that. And so his whole life he was struggling. And if you look at the Israeli people throughout time, it's been a struggle. Yeah. 
right? The whole thing. So yeah. that's a really good insight. But there. I'll tell you the other thing that's great here is at the end of 28, it says, and have prevailed. I've got that, I've got that underlined in my Bible, mm-hmm. you know, that he prevailed. I mean, he, he, he was striving with his brother. He was striving with his father. He was striving with his father-in-law. He was striving with his wives, with God at Peniel, and yet he prevails. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a good it's a good word. I think so oftentimes we, we look at what's going on in the world today, and we wonder, especially when you look at the map of what is surrounding Israel right now, it's, it's almost overwhelming. You would look at it and go, how is Israel going to prevail? But they do. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When you read about Jacob's life, it, it that that's one of the one of the things when you read about Jacob's life, you know the Bible's real because if you were writing the story, you wouldn't put a lot of the stuff that was about his life in there. Everything from you know what he did to his brother to. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he is an unlikely source for Messiah to come through, right? When you like, I mean, even his name means uh, to supplant or deceive. And, you know, you look at all the things he had to go through, the things he went through. You look at uh, what happened with his 12 sons, what happened with Reuben, what happened with uh, Joseph. I mean, all the, all the things that happened, right. Dinah, right. his <clears throat> daughter, yeah. And then his boys go in and wipe out a village. Yeah. I mean, like all these things, y- you would not tell all those stories right. if you were really trying to make this guy look like he had divine right. uh, origin and, and divine connection. But yet that shows the reality of it. And really it should encourage us that that he, what what going back to what Brad said, the struggle was real. It was always there, but he prevailed. Yeah. You know, I mean, he wanted God's blessing more than anything. And that's a good, really, exhortation for us that to, do we want that more than anything else? Right. Well, I was thinking about how much uh, we put value in a name. You know, uh, Jacob's personal name changed from one meaning. In fact, heel catcher or deceiver to one meaning, God's fighter. Mm-hmm. Or or he strives with God, mm-hmm. you know. It, it it it's like who would your friends identify you before you knew God, mm-hmm. you know, before you were God's friend. <laughs> uh, boy, I mean, I'm going to go back to TCU this weekend, and I got some friends who probably knew me before before Christ, BC, mm-hmm. but I got a different name today. You know what I mean? And I think to your point, Doug, it's true that. Um, you know, it, we didn't. They didn't hide a lot of Jacob's flaws. Yeah, but really, you know, our flaws aren't hidden either. But they are. Uh, they're really a picture of God's grace and His power in the life of the follower of Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good word. Well, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm glad you're listening out there. It's, it's always good to hear from you and. Uh, I hope you'll uh, I hope you'll be encouraged by this week because this whole week we are just talking about why Israel is important and being in Genesis you are you're, you're back there seeing the foundation for this stuff 
Where, where are you at again in Genesis? Are you, uh, did you say uh, you're 32? 32? Yep, uh, I'm on 32, uh, right before uh, I think he's about to encounter his brother, actually. Uh, but I kind of remember bits and pieces um, from going through the Old Testament in the past. But it's interesting seeing it with a new, like, perspective. It's like with a new, uh, like, with the Holy Spirit teaching me as I read it. And, mm. and I kind of see Jesus, like, in every little part sometimes. Like, it's very, very interesting. And uh, I'm very glad that I'm able to use that and to be able to help others. Uh, it's, like, my favorite part when either they have questions or I myself have questions and we can uh, figure it out together. So it's pretty awesome. Amen. Well, good. Amen. Well, thanks for calling, man. I hope you have a great week. Okay. Yeah, you as well. Thank you guys for having me. You bet. Take care. Uh, well, I, I totally agree. I think, you know, as I, I know you're, you, you'll read, will you read through the Bible every year, every year, every year, yeah. uh, how rich is Genesis? I mean, how rich is every word, but like what, what Jamalek said is, you go back, you know, the next year and the next year and the next year, mm-hmm. and there's just nuggets throughout this mm-hmm. this text, and and just really, uh, really important to go back and read these uh, this kind of thread uh, with the scarlet thread of redemption throughout history. Well, well, you know, before we go out, I want to tease a little for tomorrow because we're gonna tomorrow we're gonna look at Babel. The Tower of Babel, which Babel means gate of God. And what's so interesting, Brad, is think about the world being destroyed. The flood covered the earth. And the only people left is Noah and his kids. Hmm. And they end up having kids and they end up having like 70 kids. And those 70 kids decide, hey, we're going to build this tower up to heaven. Maybe they were inspired, you know, in some way by Noah telling them about the connection with God. Maybe they thought they could build it in a way that they could get high enough to connect with them. They somehow sensed it in the atmosphere somewhere. They wanted to build this big, you know, tower and they wanted to make a name for themselves. And I'm really struck by that when I read that because I think of our culture. Yeah. And I think of of how, especially in today's world with the iPhones and with social media, we all just want to be known. We want to make a name for ourselves. Mm. You know, people want to be, quote, influencers. Yeah. We want to be influencers and not necessarily influencers um for the glory of god it's for the glory of us yeah and tomorrow we're going to look at how israel is god's answer to the confusion that comes through that really not good ambition to be my be my own glory you know what i mean to, right. to just bring glory to myself right right so i hope people will come back as we look at this whole week at these 12 reminders of of the importance of Israel. Why why should we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, the peace of Israel? What does the Bible say about it? And so we're just going to track it starting like we said with Genesis 3:15 that first um proto is the the first mention of the good news 
the victory over Satan right. and uh, just progressing through to the end to see God, the hope that we have that he's going to come back and bring his people uh, with him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're going to enjoy it as much as uh, the rest of us who were there in person. If you uh, if you want to come join our SWAT Bible studies, we'd always love to have you. Go to SWATradio.com. You can check out, uh, click on the meetings tab there. You'll see the various locations that we meet. And uh, that's kind of where we begin the week is we start there and then we bring that text to the following week as we begin to unpack it and apply it. Talk about how, how do we how do we apply these things. So, listen, glad you tuned in today. Um, again, Northeast Florida Christian Chamber is having their uh, 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 first responders luncheon tomorrow if you want to go come join us go to neflchristianchamber.com get registered if you are a first responder click on the get registered